Welcome back to the Trifecta Soft Podcast. I'm your host, E-Rock. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, so you never miss another podcast. Also, do me a favor. Go on to whatever podcast app you listen to us on and give us a rating and review. That really helps us rank in the searches. Thank you so much. Let's get into the podcast. Welcome, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, I like your shirt. Repping a little bit. Yeah, I, I don't go anywhere without them now. For sure. <laughs> yeah, you should, man. Um, now, is that the, the Airsoft team? Is that the name of the yeah. Airsoft team? Okay. So uh, my team's actually a company as well. So we just we just became a business this year uh, because doing events as often as we do requires insurance, and getting insurance requires being a business. So oh, yeah. we we had to go that route. Uh, which I'm not I'm not sad I did. I was always planning to do it. It just kind of yeah. kicked us in the in the butt a bit to get it going. But yeah, Brotherhood Airsoft is. Uh, is both the team and, and the company, and we're, we're hoping to grow here and continue to grow the community around us going forward. But yeah, ask away. What, what, what do you uh, What do you want to do tonight? Yeah, dude, it's cool. Well, it's just we're just BSing about. Well, usually what I do is uh, you know uh, go over people's background, kind of hmm. conversation about uh, how you got started in airsoft, what kind of interesting things you got going on. It sounds like you got some cool shit going on with. Uh, you know, starting your own uh, LLC or whatever. Um, you know, having a t- <laughs> I've been down that road twice, so I know, uh, I know, I know the frustration. So, and the lack of sleep, dude. Like four <laughs> hours a night, if I'm lucky. Uh, but seeing seeing like the the fun that people have, especially people that have never played before, yeah. and they come out and they have a really good first experience in airsoft. And then they have someone they can go to where, hey, I've got this question, you know, hey, should I buy this? Should I buy that? Like, it's a lot of time, but I love being that, you know, I love I love being able to help people with that. And uh, it dude, it's just so rewarding. Like, there's there's nothing quite like it, like seeing someone smile and genuinely enjoy themselves like there really isn't. Right. Yeah, that's a big step, though, like, uh, you know, going from playing Airsoft uh, to having a team and then hosting events and then kind of the next step, which is what you guys have just done where you're an official event hoster. Uh, right. And now for a business, yeah. what is that? Uh, what, what, what category is that? Like, so I don't want to go into too many details because we're going to be changing things up, uh, yeah. for that next year. We, we went the simpler quicker route <laughs> yeah, to, to sure. get the insurance and we're going to be going full LLC uh, next year gotcha. uh, for that. And we are, yeah, we are. And I guess you would call us an official. Yeah, yeah I guess uh, we are. We are the officially sponsored team for our local field for giant in San Diego mm-hmm. uh, by giant sports. They are some of the owners of the largest, some of the largest parks in the country. So like they own giant, they own SC village in oh. Chino, California. They own Hollywood sports park in Hollywood, oh, California, and the owner of both all three of those, one of the partial one of one of the owners of all three of those also owns Giant Party Sports in Texas, which I believe is the largest field in Texas. Uh, yeah, no, dude, they're they're massive. And uh, I genuinely could not have gotten anywhere near where I am today without their without their help and without their support. And they've got a truly great collection of fields 
Uh, but I mean, there's a lot of stuff that got me to where I am now. It is not, just, it is not just me. Like no one, no one starts, starts growing no. and succeeding in airsoft by themselves. No one does. And no. if they think they do, they're, they're full of themselves. No, there's no they, way. No, no one does, bro. That's, uh, everyone that I've seen and talked with and, you know, uh, yeah, that's, and most airsofters are pretty humble that way. You know, mm-hmm. they're pretty humble about their beginnings and, um, you know, honest about how they got started and stuff. But yeah, that's a. Those are, yeah, you ain't, you're always with, you know, whether it's, and I've talked to a couple of people that, um, didn't go to their first game or get into airsoft from like a friend or relative, which is very unusual, but they got into it from watching YouTube videos. So, you know, some of the big channels, uh, they watch whatever kind of style that, that they like, and that's what got them to go, uh, even by themselves, even though, you know, they were nervous, like, I don't know anyone. I don't know if I have the right shit and they show up and start anyway. And, uh, <laughs> you know, so yeah, they always, there's always, uh, some kind of stepping stone or people to help you along the way. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. And I, like I've learned the, the last couple of years is there's no such thing as a wrong loadout. Everyone's got their own thing. You know what I mean? Right. And they're going to continue to grow as the longer they play. Like for me, I've gone through God, thousands upon thousands of dollars worth of kid at this point. And when I start not using something anymore, I just throw it to someone new. Yeah. I find someone who's going out to the field, especially, you know, some, some like younger kids, like late teens, right. They may not have like a, a good job or anything like that. And it's like, Hey, you know, I see you out here regularly. I like how you, I like that you want to come out and do it more yeah. here. I got this extra stuff. I got extra eye pro. I got extra face pro. I got gloves. I got extra belts. I got here, this pistol. I don't use this anymore here. And I love doing that. And that's something that's really big at our field. Like I see that all the time from, from dozens and dozens of players from several different teams. And that, that's kind of the vibe we're trying to to grow with our team is promote the community, promote healthy growth. And if there's problems, which there are sometimes every field has them handle them the right way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, if you want, I'll, I'll give you a little breakdown of how I got started in Airsoft. That'd be great. Well, um, so just as a background for anyone that's watching mm-hmm. or listening to this, I found you uh, from talking to Hooney. Mm-hmm. It's Hooney? Yeah. So mm-hmm. he re- uh, I was just talking to him a few nights ago, and then he uh, recommended you. He knew, you know, he was like, oh, you need to talk to Brotherhood Airsoft, uh, Kyle Smith. I was like, okay. So I looked you up, Instagram, followed you, sent you a message, <laughs> and then we worked this out. Um, yeah, it's actually funny. It was literally like right after our, one of our live videos too, uh, okay. that Hooney was in. Yeah. Hooney was in it for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so we, we started doing live videos between once and twice, a, once and twice a week, yeah. uh, when I have time in my schedule. And what I do is I get all the other, I, I invite everybody, every, any team in Southern California where we are right now, I invite yeah. them in. Others are welcome to, of course, but I let any of the teams from Southern California, have the have the floor for a bit. I invite them into the live video. I let them talk. You know, I, I don't let them. I have them talk about themselves <laughs> because it, yeah. it's about bringing the community together. You, you know mean. what I mean? Of course. Uh, yeah, it's just and, and as well as that, you know, I have other people that are hosting events as well that I invite in. I'm like, hey, come on, let's 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 get let's get the news out there because not everyone hears about stuff because right. uh, a lot of a lot of people that get into airsoft, they're, they're a little timid to, to talk to other people. At first, especially new to airsoft, you know, they, they play with who they play with and they, they talk with who they talk with. Right. And what we're trying to do is get everyone that comes out to talk with everyone that comes out to bring yeah. the community together. But also, like, on those rare occasions where you start having an issue, if 
you know the guy, you're going to be able to have a lot better of a conversation about it. But, hey, dude, you know, I noticed this in the field. I just let's, let's have good games. Let's have good vibes. And if everyone's behaving like that, new players come in, you know, fresh with rental guns that barely work. <laughs> you, know how it works. <laughs> you know how it is. And just terrified out of their minds because they've yeah. never played before. But if they see these guys who are like, hey, no, no, it's cool, it's cool. Follow me. I'll show you everything I know. Come on, come on, come on with me, which I see all the time at our local field, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, it, it really does help the community grow. And the community growing is the only way the sports can stay around. You know, like uh, us, us old, old guys, <laughs> eventually we get worn out and right. we, we stop playing. I haven't stopped playing. I've played less just because, you know, I've been running events and stuff yeah. and had some health issues this last year. But that's that's starting to get, you know, a lot better moving along. So I'm able to play more, which I love. Like, I, I feel like anyone that plays or anyone that does events or, or runs a store or does anything like financially related with Airsoft yeah. should have to play because if they don't they lose touch with the community man and it's really yeah. sad to see what happens after that mm. uh but yeah it's Hooney's a great dude he actually uh he made a south park caricature of me in, in some of my kit uh yeah. that i'm gonna get made into some patches he's a really cool dude man I, I really i really enjoy seeing him out on the field on the rare occasions that that we're actually able to meet up because he's like a hundred and something miles north of me uh here in california okay. but he's just such a cool cat man yeah yeah, I had a good time talking with him. What was funny too is when I followed you, uh, your channel, and then I saw the uh, your home field, mm-hmm. and then I saw these pictures from, uh, like uh, I think it's Storm the Poet, mm-hmm. uh, who I follow on Instagram as well, and um, and I and I've been wanting to talk with him, you know, get him on the podcast too. Wild character, man, just all kind of oh, different yeah. ca- uh, outfits and stuff. When he, you know, uh, really cool, but. Um, so yeah, you were talking about SC Village. Like I follow mm-hmm. their their uh, Instagram, their channel. I know a couple, or I've talked with some people that play there. And then uh, Hollywood. Uh, there's one of our guys that's uh, been on our channel for, or, you know, been part of our Discord for quite a like couple years. Uh, Van Alex. He plays. He just started playing over there, like in the last uh, six months or so. So uh, I'm finding out about all these fields and all these different people from other people I've talked with or, you know, whatever had conversations with on, uh, even just through discord. And then, uh, and now I'm meeting all you guys. It's like, it's all, all these people are connected. This guy goes, yep. Oh, tell, you know, uh, talk no. to this guy. Uh, he, you know, runs this field down here. Like, Oh, okay. And <laughs> it's like this. And, uh, it's so wild, man. And storm's one of those guys. That's exactly the same. Like he's, so, so awesome when it comes to community, bringing the community together yeah. and getting people to play with each other and have a good time. Like I was at a, a, a private event that he threw recently at N1, an indoor field here in California, and the man organized it all, you know, had everyone come out. He's in a giant banana suit. It's on his birthday <laughs> in literally a giant banana suit, like literally from uh, peanut butter jelly, peanut butter jelly in a baseball, that, that ancient <laughs> freaking video. Oh, that's awesome. uh, he's just running around with that playing and he organized the whole thing himself. Right. And then ordered food for everyone himself. Like wasn't Man. charging for food, was just handing food out to everyone that came out. Wow. And he's, he's a really, really awesome character. I really, uh, dude should say character, yeah. a really awesome dude. I really enjoy hanging out with him. I've only actually got to sit down with him and meet him twice. Yeah. Uh, cause he, he lives so far North of me, but I'm trying to organize more stuff with him. Uh, cause he's just so good at bringing the community of people together, which we need more of that. Like S- Southern California has gotten really good about that recently. Um, my team and a couple other teams 
have have been starting to come together to form almost like a little coalition of teams yeah. just to promote good vibes and nice. everyone having fun out on the field. Uh, but Storm, dude, Storm, oh man, oh man, he's awesome. I'll I'll have to shoot him a message see if he wants to uh, to well see when he can spare some time to hop on and do a podcast because yeah. his his yeah, podcast dude. would be awesome. He's I got think some, I some sent him a message stories. a long time ago. I when I first found him, I, I might not have, but I, I don't know. But sometimes you know when uh, if you're not friends. Like if you mm. follow somebody, but mm. they don't follow you back. If you send them a message, it goes into that like the request, uh, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I check mine. I check mine regularly. Uh, I think yeah. I was actually already following you. Maybe oh, okay. message me. Uh, let me go back. Let me yeah, see. I don't know. I, I think I maybe uh, either I, I I think I yeah maybe I think I was following you already. Uh, it might have yeah. gone to message request, but I always. Look at that. See who messaged me, and then usually immediately follow them and message them back. Uh, but yeah, no, he, he's a great dude, and the the Southern California community in general is, is really it's dude. It's making moves. Like there's so much going on. There's this great That's team, cool. uh, Biohazard Airsoft, that's partnered with a, a company KWA uh, to to do events. So it's KWA Tactical League, run okay. by KWA and Biohazard Airsoft. They've been just absolutely blowing it out of the park this year. They've been doing a ton of events, tons of different styles. Uh, it originally started at SC Village, uh, and then they started going SC Village, Hollywood Sports Park, Giant, then Arizona, then Northern California, and Shit. they're just expanding. They're doing Texas uh, Giant Party Sports all over the place. They're great. They're they're doing a, a ton of ton of great stuff for the community, and they're really bringing the community together and having this really cool thing for people to to gather behind and, and get mm. behind. And they That's actually cool. just started a, a thing called. It was KWA, uh, I forget what it's called, but it was like super competitive and they're turning it into a TV show. So what? it's like a sport. Yeah, yeah, dude. Oh, dude, oh it's God. cool. Oh, dude, it's cool. Yeah. So they've got like recording stuff everywhere and it's, it, yeah, no, they're, they're making huge moves, dude. I love to see what they're doing. Oh, I can't uh, I'm actually okay. super excited. Uh, most of their stuff's like super far north of me, you know, hundred miles or more north of me. Uh, yep. So, and most of the time it's, is that I'm doing events because there's only so many weekends in a month. Exactly. Uh, and so I haven't been able to make it to nearly as many other stuff as I'd like, but I'm going to be hitting their December event because it's a December event down at giant at my home field. And mm. it's a charity event, which okay. I'm all about, you know, I was going to go regardless of them having an event at my home field, but a charity event, I'm right. like reaching out, grabbing everyone I can to get out to this thing. Cause it's a great cause. Yeah. Uh, and it's pushing me to, to, to do stuff like that too, you know, which is like, oh man, that's a great idea. I just, I just hadn't thought to do it. You know what I mean? Right. Like you're, there's so much that goes into running these events and creating these events, especially the first year that you're doing it, that you're just swamped, dude. And I just didn't, didn't think, Hey man, I should reach out to some local charities. It just didn't cross my mind. Uh, and I'm glad they did it. Cause now I'm thinking about it. You know, I'm thinking, Oh, what great local charities can I, can I help out? Uh, and get some attention to while still showing people a great time on the field. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that too, about, uh, you know, all the people I'm talking with, they've been so different. And so, uh, I mean, obviously the single, uh, draw that, you know, the, the commonality is the, you know, airsoft, but the, uh, they're, they're, they're all different people in all different countries and all different backgrounds and ages or whatever. And, oh, yeah. uh, they're all like that. Like they're excited about, you know, uh, building the community, you know, um, just the, the whole sport itself. And, uh, and they're all about supporting each other and kind of getting excited about the next thing that's coming out, the next event, um, which I love to see, man. Cause it's, uh, 
that's something that you know when you're when you're working when you work all the time uh you know once you get out of high school college whatever uh or military you start a job and it gets mundane after a while you know what i mean uh and then that's what hobbies are for you know for <laughs> something that, you know or if it's you have to some, life. Uh, yeah. for real man you got to have that drive and purpose uh you know, something that you are excited about, you look forward to, and you want to maybe, uh, you know, it's a little bit uncomfortable, right? You got to get outside your comfort zone, which is great because that's how you grow and, uh, and get like, oh man, I don't really like hanging out with people, but I really want to play this sport. And so they go and then they're like, holy shit. Like I was really, uh, kind of introvert and now I got like 50 friends, you know, <laughs> fucking awesome, man. It's cool. We'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by Skirmish, the future of Airsoft gameplay management. Are you ready to take Airsoft to the next level? Skirmish's innovative gameplay solution keeps players and spectators engaged with real-time updates. Capture objectives, detonate targets, medic, and more at Skirmish-enabled fields. Skirmish tracks every action so you don't have to. Review past games, action by action, and follow your progress in national rankings. Phones are not required. If you want to find out more, head to skirmish.net and check out episode 157 of this podcast where I talk with the owner of Skirmish about how it started and how it works. Stay connected, my friends. Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, like, I, ever, <laughs> I don't think I ever go out to the field, ever, and not make a new friend. Like, yeah. ever. Uh, just because it's, it's so great. The, the people there genuinely want to, to have a good time. And to, to, to connect with people, you know, because like today's day and age, just life is so nasty and so toxic in a lot yeah. of ways. And everyone's struggling to survive, you know, like here, here in, uh, here in California, we have a ton of military, like just, just massive oh, amounts sure. of military. Yeah. Uh, and Camp Pendleton, bro. <laughs> dude, Camp Pendleton, Miramar, was, uh, right, you got 32nd street, Coronado, Coronado, um, dude. Yeah. All over the place. Fuck it all over, dude. I was uh, in all those places. Yep. Uh, oh, did you serve? Yeah, I was in the Marine Corps for four years, so I was at Pendleton. So I know Oceanside. Yeah, dude, of course. I was at Oceanside, had uh, one of my best friends that I grew up with. He went in the Navy, I went in the Marine Corps. He got stationed Mm -hmm. at Miramar. He worked Mm -hmm. in the Top Gun hangar uh, Uh at Miramar. He just Uh he was one of those guys that loaded uh, the missiles and bombs onto F 14s and shit. And um, and then I spent some time at Coronado. had some uh, Navy buddies that were submariners, you know, the submariner base down there. So I spent a ton of time at Mission Beach, at Venice Beach, and Oceanside, uh, getting drugs, drinking, and getting chicks, yep. and going to Tijuana. Okay, yep. the military, <laughs> the military life, hundred percent. And oh, yeah. it's awesome because with how many fields we have, you know, there's one on Pendleton now, actually. Uh, and there's there's a whole bunch of other local fields. The military has something to do, you know, and having them come out the first time, they, you know, a lot of them are like, oh, dude, I do that for a living already. Why would I want to do that for right. fun? And then one of their their Marine buddies or Navy buddies or or whatnot gets them out there and they're like, oh, my God, this is a blast, dude. Yep. We're like, yeah, dude. And, and you get like not to the same level as in the military, but out on the field, you often get that camaraderie feeling where you're just like, Absolutely. dude, I'm just surrounded by people. That oh, genuinely yeah. like want me to be there and we're having a good time, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. We're shooting at each other with plastic pellets, but 
we've got the same vibes and and it's great for the military out here to have that outlet like i have got almost say almost a third of my team and my recruits for my team are military either navy army or marines out here and we've got 15 team members and about as many recruits so we've got a a good amount of military in our group and then i've got easily 100 military i know that come out to the field on the regular uh and some of them are like dude man you have no idea how how just relaxing it is for me to come out here and just blast stuff for the day it just helps me de-stress what a difference because the training you know the fun training we get that we get to do in the military is uh it's serious. Like it's not, it's, it's fun because we're shooting. We're, we're doing, you know, though we're doing those things that we want. That's why we went in the military kind of thing. But, uh, but it's serious and you're getting like, there's no joking around. I mean, we still joke around, but it's uh, mostly pretty serious. So the, like when I got out, I was doing paintball, but very similar experience with, you know, we played woodland uh, paintball and stuff. And it was the same thing. It was like, we were able to, a lot of the guys I played with were vets and, uh, we were able to use that, you know, that we had the camaraderie, we had the, uh, Hey man, we're friends right now, but as soon as we get on opposite sides of the woods, fuck you. Okay. I'm going to fuck you up. (laughs) It's it's funny. You should say that we actually had in one of our, one of our events earlier this year, one of the fallout ones. Uh, so what with those, especially the fallout, some of the other stuff like that is we want it to be essentially be real life video games. So it's not anywhere near as serious as a milsim. Yes, there's objectives. Yes, there's stuff you're trying, your team's trying to do. But we're trying to make real life video games where people can yeah. do what. What do you want to do in the game, right? Do you want to focus on killing enemy players, hunting them down? Do you want to focus on defense and holding this region? Do you want to focus on doing going out and finding the props that are littered across the field worth points? Or do you want to go? crawl behind enemy lines and set up as a spotter and sit back and radio calls back. You can do so much. Like we have some of our events. There's literally guys who never pull the trigger because they're role-playing or they're doing something that they're like, Oh no, I don't, I don't want to fight. I want to do right. this. And they come out and have a blast. But yeah, we had, uh, we had <laughs> these two guys that were like border guards along yeah. this border between two teams. And they're like 120 feet apart. Right. Looking at each other. <laughs> hey, you, what's your name? <laughs> John, you, John, <laughs> and just back and forth at each other. And then they start just like ooga boogaing at each other. And then they start playing rock, paper, scissors back and forth. Oh, and then all of a sudden out of nowhere, just gunfire erupts and everyone starts diving for cover and just the all out brawl. And, and it was just so fun, man. Watch, watching just the shenanigans that happen. Cause like there's a lot of great companies and great teams that host really serious events you know, American Milsim, Milsim West, Operation Lion Claws, just to name a few. Uh, and they do a really great job with that. Right. They do a great job with that. And I to, if I, I tell people, if you're looking for Milsim, those are the guys to go to 100%. You, you will yep. enjoy it. You'll have a great time. I'm not a Milsim guy, at least yeah. not my events. You know, like I'm a much more casual, fun, just just themed stuff where it's it's really a, lo- a lot of LARPing and role playing. But there's still obviously lots of combat and everything. Sure. But it's it's more it's more focused on just every single person sitting down and enjoying themselves and having fun. It's not super serious uh, because there's, there's groups that don't necessarily want to play that in events. Right. And there's groups that host events like that, that are really, really good at it. I don't know how I would do hosting a super serious event, to be honest. I don't think I would do super well. uh, Cause I've never really been, I've never been to a Milsim, right? I haven't been to a Milsim yet. Not a proper one. I've helped with a couple of operations, lion claws games being hosted at giant as a ref, 
Uh, and those were not very serious ones. Those were, those were more kind of like mine. Uh, and it's great, but you know, it, it, like I really love the, the LARPing, the role playing. Like, it's just so much more immersive, you know, like you feel yeah. like you're really in it. Uh, and we have all kinds of fun stuff we do. Like, I'm not going to chat about everything we do in the events, but we've got, you know, in-game currency we supply, props, medic system, combat system, uh, prisoner system. There's tons. There's tons to it. Like, the event oh. guide is pages and pages. Uh, and we've used a lot of community feedback on our events. Like, we ask, hey, guys, what did you like? What did you not like so we can help to improve our events? And what we've started doing is we do three of our event in a row to find out, okay, what works best for this style. Right. Because what happens on pen and paper does not necessarily mean it's going to work at all. Exactly. Once it's in effect. Yep. And there's definitely been two events where I had to mid event correct stuff. Cause I was like, Nope, that sounded great on paper. It looks great on the map. Does not work. Does not work. <laughs> but that's, that's part of, that's part of events, man. Like it's the same with walk on, you know, it's the same all throughout the sport. Sometimes stuff just doesn't work and you gotta, you gotta readjust. Uh, for sure. Now what's your, uh, what's your guys' biggest event so far that you've hosted? 110. Okay. So not, not too big, no, uh, but not what, anywhere uh, like a Milsim level. What kind of, what kind of a scenario is it? Like what's it was the most fallout. popular one? The fallout, hundred percent, hundred percent fallout's the yeah, most popular. Yeah. Oh yeah. So they yeah, no, so we've you got have people that dress up like the fallout characters and that's awesome, yeah. dude. Yeah. Uh, we actually have a local team that came out to most of our fallout events. I don't think they made the last two. Uh, team NCR. You can you can guess who who they were uh, uh, designed off of. So they were like the New California Republic from from Fallout. Uh, oh shit! Right. Fallout two and Fallout 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 two and Fallout New Vegas. And they had Fallout New Vegas patches. They had New California patches. Uh, they were working on getting like a full Ranger. Uh, loadout like yeah. an actual desert ranger looking guy or an NCR ranger looking guy. We're actually probably going to have one of those in our next one that we do. That's new Vegas themed, uh, which won't be until 2024 most likely. Uh, but yeah, we, we started out with basically nothing. Like we had boxes that we taped together and filled with dirt and labeled things, you know, ammo, meds, drugs, food, water, and you know, all this stuff. It was yeah. super bare bones, basic. Uh, and then we had pennies and bottle currency system that we handed out to every player. And uh, it grew from there. I had a guy that approached me. He's like, hey, I want to make custom Fallout props for you. I was like, what are you thinking? He goes, well, I've got uh, these Mentats. And it was like a mint tin that he custom printed like a Mentats thing over top of. What? And you would shake it and it had mints in it. And oh, it was, oh my god, that's freaking awesome! Then he took a pillow, a little small pill bottle, and filled it with hot tamales, and it was Radex. You shake <laughs> oh. it, it sounds like pills, and it's awesome. That's awesome. Dude. Uh, and he did something similar with Buff Out. He took uh, apple cider vinegar and blood pouches, like you like you would give blood in, and poured it into there, and it was Radaway. So it had the oh, color and everything. God. Like it was so cool, and it was something that I wouldn't have thought necessarily to do. Yeah. And he approached me about it. He's like, "Hey, I want to make it." I was like, "Sure, you give me the you should, you should give me the the cost, the receipt. I will fully pay for all the materials. I'll yeah. compensate you for your time, and I'll give you free tickets. Nice. Uh, and I'll of course shout you out." And uh, he, you know, he generated, he built a lot of processors. We had Nuka Cola too. We had Nuka Cola Quantum. We had uh, uh, Cram. So some guys brought some spam containers yeah. and cut out. 
like the SP and put cram at CR for cram. Uh, we do all kinds of cool stuff, man. We had guys build like custom super sledges. Uh, I had a guy that came out that approached me to make, uh, to commission him to make, you know, some power armor. And I was like, Oh dude, full send. Yeah. So we only got to use it in the last two events that we did, but it is like a foam upper body piece that actually looks like from the side, like T 45 power armor. And he even like painted it all gray and then put painted the brotherhood of steel insignia in the center. And it's super lightweight and breathable. So it's not like metal. Like our first uh, attempt at a power armor suit was <laughs> if anyone's watching this and wants to build power armor suit, do not use metal. You will cut yourself. You will overheat. It's a really bad time. Trust me. It did not work at all. Uh, <laughs> and we're, we still yet to make like the, the, the arm armor, leg armor and the helmet, but you know, it's a work in progress. Uh, and bit by bit, every event we've put more and more money into props and into other stuff to, to help increase the immersion even more on the stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I've, we've taken feedback from players. Hey, what did you, what do you want to see in it? You know, I've taken polls, I've done all this stuff. And one of the ones that's going to be just an absolute nightmare to do, but sounds so cool is they want uh they want to do it in the death claw costume running oh, around. Shit. So we currently have a guy building a death claw costume, including tail and horns on the head and oh like long talon fingers. Uh, I don't know when it'll be ready. It's probably going to be a while, but you know, most of, if not all of what we make from, from these events is, is going back into either props or it's going to compensate the people who helped with designing and refing the, the games. Cause this year I've had maybe one or two field refs for most of them and everything else is volunteer refs guys who are just like, Oh dude, I'm down to come out and help. Let's, let's uh-huh. grow the community. And uh, I've, I've made sure to, you know, groups that are from far away. Like I have groups from hundred plus 150 plus miles, even some right now from out of state that are contacting me. Hey, we want to come out to your events. Damn. And I'm like, Oh my God. Okay. Uh, yeah. how, where are you from? I always ask people where they're from. They're like, Oh, we're from San Bernardino. I'm like, Oh, oh my God. Okay. Well, <laughs> I can't, I can't give you a ticket to where I lose money, but I'll give you a massive discount. Cause it's a heck of a drive to come out. Yeah. Uh, and guys who are coming from out of state, I'm like, Hey dude, if you, if you put the effort in to either drive out here or fly out here, I'll pay for your ticket. Yeah. I'll, I'll pay for your ticket to play. All I ask is give me a review on what you liked, what you didn't like and how we can improve because yeah. having the community actually give us feedback on what we're doing. lets me see 150 different views and 150 yeah. different, Hey, this was cool, but what if we twisted a little bit? And I'm like, oh my God, it's freaking genius. Let's do that. Why didn't I think of that? Because <laughs> yeah. not every person thinks the same. Every person thinks differently. Right. Like I've had suggestions that I, I literally went, oh my God, that's the simplest thing ever. Why did I not think about that? To it things happens. where I'm like, man, that's super complex. Oh my yeah. goodness. Uh, okay. But, you know, it, it's, it's really awesome to see the community come together. Like we started with, I think, two or three teams coming out to our stuff. And then at the height, I believe we had nine Airsoft teams mm. coming out. Uh, to, to some of our stuff and that was really awesome and, and every time we do our events I always make sure before we do our raffle you know I hand around the megaphone I forgot this last event that's ADHD brain uh, <laughs> but I, I give the megaphone around this guy right here the, nice. the living room is cluttered with event prep stuff sure. <laughs> there, there was normally stuff here I moved oh, it to do the video <laughs> nice. okay uh, but 
I give it around to all the all the teams that come out, any of the companies that come out to do a booth and whatnot, because then this group leads and maybe know about this group they didn't know about. Oh, let's yeah. fo- let's follow each other on Instagram. Let's let's keep in touch. And one thing we're trying to do too is get a bunch of teams here in, in San Diego and, and Southern California in general into a big Facebook group where it's the, the team captains and their second in command. And then it's hey, I heard about this cool event. Like anytime any team hears about an event from anybody hosting. Hey, I heard about this cool event. A couple of my guys want to go. Let's organize a group going out. You know, let's get a group effort together. You know, maybe it's a hundred and some odd miles or whatever it is drive. And let's do a carpool. Let's go out. Let's have fun for the day. Oh yeah. That's a, that's a lot easier to do than, Oh man, I personally have to drive a hundred miles, play the event and then drive back. You know, it's not even necessarily safe at that point. You're sweating all day and then doing that long of a drive. Nah, man. But, you know, you, you get that group together. It's so much simpler, so much easier. And, and it's instead of spending, you know, $50 on gas yourself, it's like everyone chips in five, 10 bucks and, and you're Gucci. Right. Uh, but yeah, that was me rambling there for a bit. All right. All right. No, <laughs> no, it's great, dude. It's great. Now, are you from uh, California originally? Born and raised. Born and raised. Yep. Yeah. Uh, in that area? Yep. I uh, was born in Mission Valley. And I'm now like 10, 15, 20 miles away from Mission Valley in Santee. Yeah. Uh, so East County. Uh, it's a great place. It's kind of starting to see some areas of it are not so great anymore. Uh, yeah. We've got El Cajon, or as I like to affectionately call it, Hell Cajon. Uh, <laughs> man, it's bad. Oh, I've, been, it's bad. I've been to El Cajon, well, back in 92. So, yeah. <laughs> Before I was born. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, yeah. Oh man, but yeah, no, California, California's a great place. I definitely am looking forward to doing airsoft outside of California. Uh, yeah. I just came back a little short while ago from a trip up to Washington to visit family, and there's dude, there's like almost you. Do you have uh, do you have siblings or anyone else that's um, around that area? Uh, in Washington, just my just my mother, and my my stepfather. Uh, okay. All the rest of my well, my brother and my immediate family live here in, in California, and then all of the rest of my family is actually East Coast. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. yeah they're all north and south carolina uh oh, that's yeah, south carolina. <laughs> hell yeah uh now is your brother does he uh does he play airsoft at all my brother's the most introverted person in the world literally <laughs> like if they're if you looked up introvert photo it's all grayed out so he doesn't because he doesn't want you to see his face <laughs> but it's him yeah right there uh but yeah, no, like I was saying, uh, I, I really went out to visit family in Washington. I was checking out the, the airsoft scene up there. And I was like, oh, dude, I didn't get to play, sadly. But I was like, this is woods. Not like, oh, hey, there's some trees. Woods. Yeah. And buddy. it's overcast. And I was like, oh, dude, this would be such a fun place to play. Just didn't have time while I was up there. But there's uh, there's two outdoor fields and one, I think there's one indoor field, right? Right within, you know, 40 miles of Seattle, uh, more or less, that I'm definitely going to try and hit up the next time I'm up there. Uh, and definitely want to start hitting more fields just in general. Like, uh, I've been in the sport for since 2019, mid 20, mid, mid 2019. Oh, okay. And I've only yeah. played at like four fields. Gotcha. Kind of bad. Say, have but... you played a uh, speed QB at all? Like indoor? I've played indoor, yeah. uh, indoor private games. I really like, especially if the host is a good dude, like storm, the games he was doing at N one, like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Really clean games, really cool attitude. The, like the atmosphere there was just awesome. I didn't play that one because I was in the, the I was wearing flip flops. I wasn't expecting to play. <laughs> uh, I was just coming to hang out because it was a private party and it was all sold out. And I was like, oh well, that's too bad. 
I'll play next time. Got there and it was like, oh no, some people didn't show up. I'm like, ah, I should have known to bring boots and gear just in case. Yeah. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> so I haven't I haven't played N one yet, but I was there hanging out with him. Definitely gonna go back and do like a private party there at some time. Uh, but for me, like, I'm really not a speed soft guy. Uh, I, I totally understand people that enjoy that sport, and I'm fully supportive of people that, that play the sport. It's a great way to play airsoft. It's just not my preference. Yeah. Uh, so the indoor games that I've played for walk-on games, eh, not not really my jam, man. Not really my jam, especially because I'm like borderline epileptic. And when you got that flashing lights, oh, they just bro. flash their their flashlights like nuts. Yep. And I'm like, nope, nope, nope. I'm I'm gonna go puke. <laughs> I'm good. Pass. Hard pass. Uh, uh-huh. and, but you know, private stuff, total blast. You, yeah. you, I mean, if, if you play with people that all have, you know, going into it, the, the right attitude, the right mindset. And they're like, Hey right. dude, no one's here to be, you know, mean or cruel to each other. And, you know, let's all agree, you know, let's have some good games, have some good vibes, good, good attitudes. Uh, right. And in that regard, yeah, I've played some great indoor games. Definitely prefer outdoor. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm a bit of a bush, bush Wookiee. Okay. I love crawling through. Uh, dude, there's that my home field, man. I've literally like broken trails through the brush where I like break the bush just yeah. above the dirt and then push it up and make like a tunnel. And I'll just snake through the holes like oh, a little nice. snake. Oh, yeah. dude, it's a blast. No, I've, I've had several times where I sneak completely past the entire team and a team pop up and then waddle my, my butt up behind him and just in the back, 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 in the back. <laughs> Friendly fire. No, it's not in the back, in the back, in the back, in the back. Uh, which is a total blast. I mean, going head to head is obviously super fun too. It's just that, that, that feeling of sneaking past an entire line of people. You're just like, oh, oh, victory. (laughs) Even though I usually get clapped by like 12 people as soon as I start opening fire, but totally worth it regardless. Uh, but yeah, definitely a preference for outdoor myself. Okay. Now, how did you, uh, you said you started Airsoft in 2019. What, uh, did somebody get you into it? Yes. So the team leader of the first team I ever joined, uh, Syndicate 404, they're no longer a team anymore. Uh, I believe their page is still up on Instagram. It's just, hey, this team is gone now, but they're still saving their stuff, which I, which I totally respect. Uh, and I think is awesome. And at the time, uh, I'd met the team leader by door knocking, by soliciting. I was working in home remodeling at the time. I kid you not. And he and I chatted for a bit and we kept in touch. I would contact him every once in a while, you know? And eventually we actually met up to hang out because we were both uh, Norse enthusiasts. Uh, And I was like, yeah, dude, let's kick it. And we start kicking it. And he and I enjoyed hanging out with each other. So he brought me out to the field to try it because he'd been airsofting for like 12, 13 years at that point. Uh, And I, I tried it and I immediately fell in love. Like I'd had airsoft guns as a kid, those clear, like see-through plastic ones (laughs) that were just awful spring guns. Uh, And those all got broken by other people. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, and you know, it was, it was so much fun. I was like, Oh dude, I need to come back. And like one of the first or second times I ever went out, not not first or second, but like very early into me playing, uh, I actually won my first gun in a Derringer battle. So, like, you know those, like, small little, like, awful yellow BBs that are, like, 10,000 in a bucket, and they come with a little itty-bitty tiny spring pistol inside? Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, some guys had those that day, because they were new to the sport, and they went to Big Five to buy stuff, which, if you're ever (laughs) going to buy airsoft gear, guys, do not go to Big Five. Go to an actual airsoft retailer. The airsoft stuff at Big Five. 
Uh, so it's a sporting goods here in in uh, in oh, California, okay. and and I don't know if they, I think they have branches elsewhere, but don't but don't buy airsoft guns from a sporting goods store, gentlemen. <laughs> buy airsoft guns from an airsoft store yep. or online, and definitely talk with people before you make purchases to to get recommendations and stuff. For because sure. man, it was funny. Like these things are like literally about these guns. They're about this big. Yeah, that. they're, like, they're, they're, they're just, tiny. They're just tiny. And they had this little itty bitty magazine and you had to rack it every time. So me and this other guy, uh, forget how we, how we got chosen for it, but we were chosen to be back to back. Right. And we each had one and we stood back to back and then walked away from each other and then, all right, spin and shoot. And he and I, we both had the same thought for whatever reason. We both spun around like Neo and dove at each other. Jesus. Gun first (laughs) smashed into the ground. And we both look at each other and we both missed. <laughs> and we both just looking at each other confused. And we look up at the guy. He's like, well, and I go, oh, and I rack it again and blast the dude point blank. Oh. He's like, All right. There you go. You win. I, I won a G&G uh, Raider co- combat machine. G- no, I think it was just the G&G CM16 Raider, which yeah. honestly is a great starter gun. For, yeah, for airsoft, is. like yeah, I recommend G and G hands down for for first time guns. Hundred percent. Even even for even for backup primaries or just good guns in general, they're just reliable yeah. and they're right. easily upgradable. They're really good guns. I recommend their brand immensely. But yeah, That's I won. <laughs> I won literally a Derringer battle. That's crazy. Uh, okay. And so what, when you were at that first game before the Derringer battle, battle, what did uh what what were you shooting? What gun were you using? So I was borrowing uh, friends on the team. So Syndicate, before I officially okay. joined them, I was borrowing their kit. I mean, dude, they, between the guys that were on that team, they probably had $40,000, $50,000 worth of airsoft. Like, they, they had a lot shit. of airsoft. Uh, and, I mean, most of them have been in the sport for a very long time. So you just tend to collect guns and stuff when you're in airsoft for a while. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I was borrowing some of their stuff. I think I used a rental gun once or twice. Uh, and then I got the, the the G&G, and I just started using G&G. Slowly started yeah, picking yeah. up kit here and there nice. and here and there. Uh, but yeah, Syndicate was was integral to me playing. And they helped you know teach me airsoft. I grew up with them in the team. The team grew. And they were the sponsored airsoft team at my home field before me. Uh, and then there was just kind of – it was a pretty bad falling out between them and I. I'm not going to go into any details. I really respect all the guys that were on the team. I respect the team leader. Dagan, he's a great dude. Uh, he's since joined another team, 5150, out here in California. Another great one. team. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 5150 Tactical. Look them up on Instagram. They're, they're great dudes. Uh, their team leader, Ethan, would be a great dude for you for you to get up on here. He's a super cool yeah. community mindset guy. Uh, but yeah, and uh, I think it was 2021 I ended up splitting. Yeah, it was 2021. So I was with them from like mid-2019 to early 2021 with Syndicate. And okay. Syndicate grew while I was with them, and the, the team leader and, and others in the team helped grow it, as well as myself. And yeah. we did, I think, a handful of small events, at small-scale events at Giant. There's a super fun zombie event that w- was super successful. That was really cool. I won't go into details for that because it's their events, you know, and I, I don't want people necessarily copying their stuff because I've said I won't speak about it. Anyway. Uh, well, have but, you seen uh, Balahack? You know, Balahack, you know, talking about the LARPing stuff, bro, you yeah. know it's popular when his zombie event has 900 people, 1,000 mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. You know, people are, uh, you know, that's a that's a very popular thing, you know, into Airsoft. The, all the LARPing stuff, the role-playing. Oh, yeah, 100%. And we're starting to lean into out. it more and more. 
Like uh, I, I want to hit 200 at some of our events this year and fully close out the park. And eventually in, in you know, years from now, I'll be opening my own fields and, and yeah. partnering with the guys who've helped me grow giant, giant sports and, and the, the, the home field and the guys there uh, that I wouldn't have grown without. And is that where you started? I really want to create the giant. Yeah. Is that giant San Diego has always started? been my home. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. Giants, giant San Diego has been my home, man. That's my home field for sure. Uh, it's the first field I played at. I've probably played. Oh God. 200 walk on games, if not more wow. in the, in the three years that I've been there. Uh, I, I'm I, for there, dude, I was literally there every Saturday, every Sunday, yeah. almost without fail. And even now I'm, I'm back pretty much at that point, unless I'm doing something for an event uh, elsewhere or I have some super pressing thing to do uh, or I'm doing Renaissance stuff, which I also do. Uh, yeah. Are you into that uh, before but, Airsoft? Yes. Yeah. I okay. used to do uh, SCA, which was full contact uh, stuff for, for a little tiny bit. But What's, uh, what's SCA? Uh, so it's guys in full armor whacking at each other with like, actual weapons they're just okay. not sharpened uh right. I, I, bar- I barely got my toes into that i barely got my toes into that so i'm not How'd you get into the renaissance thing uh my stepdad did it he did it for a long time uh, sca okay. was a huge passion of his he he oof. he's part of a longship crew and spent a lot of years and a lot of money on that stuff uh that that, that sport dude so much more expensive than airsoft i mean Is just really? a simple base oh yeah i mean you can anywhere from low ball a couple g's to like 20 g to fully get everything you need for it like shit. it's it's insane is it and then like you're, you're talking, talking like about the, uh, like chain mail and shit like that is you know you have to get that shit custom mm-hmm. or buy you know yep like, that's and you have to make sure it's impact rated you have to make sure yeah dude there's so much stuff like it, oh my list God. for it makes the list for like a milsim requirements for airsoft look like ha look at how tiny that is <laughs> no it's crazy the stuff you need to have Holy and it all needs shit. to be able to actually like sustain a real hit. Uh, but I've been doing Renaissance Fair stuff off and on for years. I was actually okay. just at one on Sunday here in Escondido. Uh, and we're going to start doing, trying to do something similar, do some like LARP fairs and stuff, uh, as well as airsoft events. Uh, but yeah, no, there's, I wouldn't have gotten where I was today without, without syndicate 404, without, without meeting Dagan and without the support from my home field, man, I really wouldn't have, or the support from uh, over a dozen teams that I've met. In, in my time out here uh, in, in, in airsoft. And I, I really dude. I, if I could go back in time and change anything, I would have wanted to meet them all earlier and get into the sport earlier. It's just right. such a great sport, man. And the community is just awesome. Uh, but yeah, after I split from, well, I, eh, I was removed, I was planning to split and I was removed beforehand. There yeah. was some, uh, it wasn't a great falling out. It's unfortunate. That's, that's uh, a, and then know, that's I, a real common thing though, man. Uh, most people I've talked with, you know, they start out with, a team or whatever, especially the uh, CQB teams, you know, the speed QB. Um, mm, it's, it's really, no. really common. It's really common. And, cool. it, you know, when some of them, I mean, they're, they're, it's like, uh, you know, your friend's parents getting divorced. You know, it's like there's some of them that uh, stay friends after and can, you know, are civil and can talk and stuff. And some of them, they're not at that point yet. You know, it was yeah. uh, such bad feelings at the time that it's kind of still, they're still, not able to really like, Hey, we're not friends right now. <laughs> so, uh, eventually, you know, usually it goes away, you know, that kind of feeling, you know, fades with time, but that's a really, really common story of what I've heard, you know? Yeah. Unfortunately, because the thing is like, I always tell people 
I turn away more people that want to join my team than I accept because I'm looking for a very specific group of people. Like I'm not trying to discriminate against people, but you need to have the right mindset. Right. And you need to, you need to be able to vibe and hang out with every single member of my team. So if you get the team and you're like, and I hate that guy, that's just going to tear the team apart and cause issues. So it's like, I'm sorry, you know, I'm still obviously going to play with you. You're a cool dude, but where you are right now, I'm just, I just don't want you on my team, unfortunately. Uh, but it's not a no forever. You know, it's a no right now because people grow, people change. And I would love to have a lot of the people that I've said no to say yes to them. I really would because growing the sport and growing the community and growing my team is just a huge passion of mine, man. And there's a few teams I've talked with that actually do a, a tryout. So they have like, there's these guys that do, uh, they do strictly mill Sims, right. And to get on their team or to be a part of their team officially, they go through hell day. Okay. Like one of the, the, uh, Miami infidels, the Kentucky infidels, and then the tryhards, uh, they're in Florida. Tryhards, I love that name, <laughs> bro. Yes, Laz. It, they're man. They they're an awesome group of people. I've done. I've had them on the podcast twice, actually. So, uh, but anyway, um, Kentucky Infidels is run by uh, a retired Marine who is fucking gung ho, hard charging. Got out of the core and started his, you know, uh, he started an airsoft store. So he started a team. And what he does, he puts them through like a boot camp, bro. Like fucking boot camp. I mean, and he don't care. Whoever you are, you've got to make it to the end of this day. If you quit, you're out. But he don't let you quit. And then I'm talking, bro, these guys are going so hard. They're like passing out, puking, fucking all kind of shit. They're crawling through the creek, through the mud, lifting. Like, dude, it's all team. You know, you have to work together as a team. They're carrying heavy logs, just like you see in the military, training shit. He's doing that with them. I had him and uh, Miami Infidels on the podcast together. It, it was great, man. It was so motivating. But there's some teams that do that. They'll do the tryouts. And the thing yeah. is, when they do that, the, as hard as that is with everybody – they have to bond together. Like oh, yeah. if you hate this guy in the beginning, you ain't hating him in the end because you're you're helping mm-hmm. each other and you're all yeah. puking and in the same fucking And your success depends mud. on each other, hundred percent. Exactly, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, that's that's an interesting thing. I I haven't met anyone that's that that hardcore about it. Uh, right. But I like the idea. Actually, that'd be that'd be awesome to watch and to, to potentially have to go through uh, <laughs> just just to see what it felt like. But uh, right. right. Personally, the way I view it is I don't I don't care what your skill level is for, right. for Airsoft, for my team, mm. because anyone can learn given time. They can. What matters way more importantly to me is how do you behave on and off the field? Yeah, Are you character. honorable on and off the field? Your character. Yeah. Now, I heard this great thing a couple of years ago in Airsoft. It was uh, Airsoft doesn't build integrity. It reveals integrity. Mm-hmm. You either have it or you don't. And... That is so true, man. From my experiences, like I have run into people that just they're not fun to play with, you know, and then I just go, you know what? You have fun being you. I'm going to go play a private party. I don't want anything to do with it. Right. I don't want anything to do with it. And it sucks that it happens, but it's it's not worth destroying, destroying yourself or like getting frustrated and angry and throwing a hissy fit about man. Like. 
but anyway, yeah, no, that's really cool. I, I really like that, that that thought of doing like hardcore tryouts like that. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's cool. It's a cool concept. I know a lot of local teams here do have like tryouts for people to join. Uh, and skill level to me, just, it's not it's not that important because, like I said, we're not like a competitive team. We're not. Right. We're a very casual team. Yeah. And there's people on my team that dedicate, you know, three to four days a month if not more to coming out to the field and playing, which is a lot for most people. Yeah. And there's people who come out once a month. Mm -hmm. I'm usually at the field. 10 to 15 days a month, sometimes on weekdays doing construction, doing event prep. Uh, We actually have our first Friday night games, Friday afternoon to night games at our home fields this Friday that I'm helping, helping the field run. This will be the first uh, night game. uh, Yeah. So in a long, so they've done stuff before, but it's super intermittent. And this is the start of what we hope becomes a biweekly thing where it's Mm -hmm. every two weeks, Friday night, you know, we're doing, we're doing games 2 PM to 8 PM. And then hours will fluctuate a little bit based on, you know, light level and whatnot. Uh, But opening up, you know, a a new opportunity for people that work on the weekends to still come out and get their airsoft fix. And also opening up that, that night game thing. A lot of people like night games, love night games personally, not, game guy <laughs> especially <laughs> a field that has wildlife and ankle breaker holes and lots of lots of uneven terrain like i'm good like <laughs> yep. i'll, I'll still that. play but i'm i'm gonna go very very slowly i'm not full sending it like i would <laughs> in a yep. walk-on game uh in the day but yeah, for sure. you know we're, we're trying to grow the community we're trying to make sure that people can play and that people have a good time yeah. and you know that's what it's all about. That's what grows airsoft. Like I, I send people like I'm partnered with a guy who has an airsoft shooting range in store and he operates a nerf arena too, in a local mall. And I, I partially work for him, partially partnered with him. It's a weird conundrum. Uh, but you know, people come in and they, they come shopping and we don't have what they want because we're still growing. You know, it's very new business. And I'm like, Hey, you should check out this other airsoft store or this other airsoft store. They might have what you need. People are like, Oh, why are you sending them? elsewhere for business is like i don't have what they need why, why would i tell them to, to stay here and maybe we'll get it in the future like we're all the same community man right. we all need to grow and if i don't have something i'm more than happy to refer them to someone who does just like i tell people that play at our home field hey have you tried out this field have you tried out this field right it, you know play at multiple fields like those people who play at only one field they, they eventually get burned out, man. They, they really do because they, they play the same thing all the time, constantly. And it becomes yeah. almost like a routine and you lose that mm-hmm. spark and that, that drive yep. uh, a little bit. Like not all the time, but a lot of the time. Well, sure. I mean, that's like video games. You know, you play uh, the same Halo map a thousand times. You know, you, play, yep. you know, want to play something different. I mean, you know, it's, uh, it's classic, you know, for sure. Now you're uh, the Brotherhood thing. What, um, uh, who started that, and how did that start, and how did you guys come up with the name and all that kind of thing? So it started literally the day that I was removed from Syndicate. I'd already been oh. planning to to build it before then. It was gotcha. a plan months in the meeting, making. I was planning to leave under much better graceful terms <laughs> uh, than what happened, which is unfortunate, but but it happens. And I started. On January 7th or either January 7th or January 9th of 2021 uh, last year. And then we started, you know, doing some private parties at first because at first we were discriminated against by former team members of the old team. 
and mm. stopped from doing stuff because they were they were in a position of of management at the field at the time. Oh, uh, gotcha. So we weren't allowed to like ref walk on airsoft or do so they shut us down uh, before we could you know get going. And I was like, you know, that's too shame, too bad. That's a shame, but whatever. I'll just do private parties. So I arranged it, and we started doing private parties. People really loved them. And then the the team that I used to be a part of, Syndicate, just slowly dissolved more and more until it was eventually just no longer coming out at all. Uh, so they lost their sponsorship, and then my team got sponsored and started refing walk on, doing construction, doing all this stuff. Uh, and then we started planning our first events. So events were supposed to be November and December of. 2021 they ended up getting pushed back to january i'll talk later but the uh the name came from wanting something that drew people together you know what i mean yeah like i want it to be a, a feeling of inclusiveness and unfortunately we sometimes get uh comments like oh it's a racist thing it's it's two white hands on a background oh that's not at all what we're trying to do at all uh, it just it, I would have never thought good. that. It I pops. guess, yeah, well, dude. <laughs> well, also part of the issue is like I, my hometown, oh, Santee. My hometown, Santee, kind of has some some bad racist history. Uh, so we started designing new logo designs that are like a white and a black hand, or you know, other stuff just together. And it, it, it's stupid drama that I didn't think I would ever have to deal with when I made the team. Uh, but you know, it's 2022. We're woke. Everything's bad. Everything's unpolitically correct. Uh, but yeah, the, the, and funnily enough, shortly after we started, shortly after we started the team, uh, it grew really rapidly with local players that a lot of them then left to go to, to college. But we had a bunch of, bunch of women that were actually wanting to join the team. And they're like, oh, can we join? I'm like, of course you can join. Yeah. But, but the name's Brotherhood. I was like, yeah, that doesn't mean it's men only. Yeah, we're not trying to exclude a, a people. General, yeah, it's a general it's a, term. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a brotherhood a of people. Like it's yeah. you know. If yeah. I wanted to say men only, I would have said like fraternity. You know, right? Uh, yeah, right. Uh, but no, it, it yeah, because like the yeah. when we we're in the Marine Corps, Marine Corps is considered a brotherhood, and that includes women Marines as well. Like we're all oh yeah, fucking oh, yeah. together. <laughs> and we've been we've been promoting just good community vibes, good community attitudes, and, and making sure everyone feels like they're having fun and everyone feels included. And that includes the people that cause problems. That does. Now, if they start causing problems, I'm going to approach them about it and do what is within my power or refer it to a manager to, to deal with it. But like in our events, in all of our private parties, in all of our events that we've done in 2021 and up all the way until this, this last month when we did our most recent one, we've had well over 2,000 players total wow. be yeah. between all of them. Uh, and I've never once had to remove someone. That's how to do it. No, man. Never like once. most people will, once they get around everybody, you know, they understand it's about mutual respect, you know? Mm -hmm. And I go over that in the safety briefs. I go over, Hey man, like the second one person starts toxicity and one person starts yelling, it's a snowball effect, man. It gets For worse sure. and worse and worse. And I, I tell people before at the end, of, at the beginning of the day in safety brief, I do not want to hear any person today yelling call your hit i don't want to hear it not a single time do i want to hear it what Come i want on, to hear man. what i want to hear is ref ref get my attention or the attention of my other refs so that we can get to you as quickly as possible and go what's the issue that i think that guy over there is cheating cool i will walk through the middle of a gunfight taking bbs the whole time and i will go and i will watch 
Oh, hey, buddy, you got hit. Oh, did I? Yeah. Sometimes you, you get hit and kit. You don't feel it genuinely. Right. Now, if I if I ever catch people, uh, and I do cheater check with a gun when I ref, if I ever catch people, they get get hit and do that kind of. You know, you know what I'm talking about the. Uh huh. No, I think I don't see anyone, so that means I didn't get hit. Yeah. Uh, I kick them out, but that's never happened. It's literally never happened. Like I've had to tell people, "Hey, you're hit." And they're like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, right there." And I flick where they get hit, and they're like, "Dude, I didn't feel that." I'm like, "Okay, that's fine. It happens." Walk to respawn, please. I've right. had guys that you know you got you as a ref as best you can, and make sure that everyone's having fun. Sometimes that means you got to sit down with two players after a match and be like, "Hey, let me hear your side. Let me hear your side." All right. Here's what, here's my verdict. Shake hands. Good vibes going forward. Good vibes. Yeah. Good attitude. We are, we're all playing the same sport, the same game, man. We just want to have fun. We want we want to get our money's worth of fun and, and, and camaraderie out here. And then we want to go home and drink a beer and go to bed, <laughs> you know, yeah, right? just get through life. Yeah. dude. Uh, but yeah, our team started hosting walk on about four or five months after we formed in 2021. Okay. We hosted walk on all the way through into early 2022. And then I just, I started realizing, man, like uh, I just, I'd rather do private stuff. I'd rather do private stuff where I've got a lot more flexibility with what I can do. I've got a lot more freedom and gotcha. it's not necessarily. So what's making, the difference? So our games are almost always like what's the walk on that you're doing or the uh, private. So the walk ons I've got, <laughs> easily 30 game modes that I've written everything from something I call generals, which is each faction has each team has a guy who's their general. So he gets taped up with extra tape, right? And there's three ways to win the game. You can either push your general all the way to the enemy team. You can completely kill everyone on the enemy team, or you can shoot the enemy general at which point if a general gets hit, they take a knee, put their hand up and they have to be medicked by someone 10 taps or captured by an enemy player, also 10 mm. taps. If an enemy player captures them, hey, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, you're my prisoner. General stands up and they follow behind them at a walking pace. And if you manage to capture the enemy general and pull them all the way back to your spawn, you win. So there's three ways to win. It's a super fun little interesting game. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've seen games that lasted 30 minutes, I've seen games that lasted 45 seconds. Damn. <laughs> yeah, dude, they blitzed. They just full send charged. Oh down one side of the field yeah. and and just absolutely caught the other team with their trousers down and <laughs> blitzed them and almost almost half their team died in doing it but they managed to get their general all the way to the enemy spawn and half the enemy team didn't even know that that the oh, the enemy team had gotten through you know they crazy. were focused on their side and so they're 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 charging forward all right let's go game's over they're like what <laughs> and they turn around and they see the enemy general in their spawn. They're like, what? Uh, oh, yeah, dude, God, it, was su- it was super funny. I was laughing. I'm so mad I didn't get it recorded, dude. It was so funny. So uh, as, an event, got- as an event coordinator like yourself, you got uh, – so when you say walk on, is that uh, – like how does that work for you? You have to go to the field? So I rent out the field. And- yeah, I, I rent out the field essentially. Oh. I, I rent out a portion of it to run the event. Uh, well, how is that different and, from the private one? You yeah, said you like want to yeah. do the private ones better yeah. or more. So, or so when we do private stuff, it's usually yeah. one or two fields, and it's very simple game modes, usually like generals or some other stuff. Now, when we do our, our events, uh, like the events that we're doing last month, this month, and next month are very simple. They're the simplest ones we've done all year. Uh, it's 
a team-based battle royale. It's not the best name for it, but it is what it is. So basically, it's the first game we did was ten teams of up to eight players, and then they're fighting across three entire fields, so multiple acres of land for control of respawn points. So at the start of the day, the every team starts in a location, but they can't respawn there. It's strictly their start point, and they have to go forward and claim a respawn point, which are these spray painted poles. They slap their faction flag in it, their color flag into it. Boom, you've now got a respawn. Uh, each team's got a couple of medics, too, and some light machine gunners. We do restrict full auto to only belt-fed light, light machine gun platforms or heavy machine gun platforms. Uh, and they're still limited on their full auto, so it's not, you know, take a 10-second burst to the face. No one likes that. Uh, but they still have... Hey, look out, kitty. Uh, and then if you claim a respawn point, you can respawn there, right? And if you shoot an enemy player and they're downed, you can run up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You're my prisoner. Follow me. Escort them to a respawn point that's controlled by your team. They're eliminated from that gameplay round. But oh, at the start of the next gameplay round, they can come back in. So being aggressive and, and killing enemy players, but not only killing them, actually going and capturing them to right. fully eliminate them while they're, they're in their bleed out is super important. Because if that enemy team has a respawn point that they've, they've captured... And their player sits there dead for two minutes and they finish their countdown. Cool. 120 second bleed out. Stand up. Go to my respawn. Grab the respawn for a couple seconds. Respawn in. Now, if you shoot them and you can get to them and capture them and eliminate them, maybe they hold a respawn point. That's great. But you've got one last player you got to worry about now. So we had some teams in the first one that we did that eliminated three teams by themselves. Like they were hyper aggressive. I mean, just blitz the enemy teams. Yeah. Uh, and they they were more of like kind of speed softy players, but they're like a, what I like to call mill speed. Yeah. So they're uh, speed softy, but play more like standard traditional walk on mill sim games. Uh, gotcha. And their their local team, Team Collective, awesome dudes, awesome dudes. And they actually fully eliminated an entire enemy team in the first three minutes of one of the rounds. Damn. Yeah, just absolutely shrekt them. Uh, and so I let, I let that team respawn, uh, which caused some issues later on. So I'm not going to do that. But what we've learned from that was, okay, once you get eliminated, come to this set staging area, that's just outside of field bounds, right? When you're fully eliminated as a player, come here. And I grab one of my refs and I'm like, Hey, is that field in use right now? No, no walk on parties or private parties are using it. Cool. Play, have them play just a little scrimmage game while we wait for the rest of this gameplay round to end. Because gotcha. since it's a game that you can be eliminated in, mm. you know, you still want to get your gameplay time. And if you get eliminated sure. five or even 20 minutes into a game, you're still missing a significant yep. portion of that round because of the 30 minute rounds. Uh, but then every 30 minute round, we change where a team spawns. So a team uh, doesn't okay. spawn in the same place twice. Good. They're constantly moving around. So they yeah. can't form tactics based on the last game. Exactly. Haha, good luck. Figure it out. You've got yeah, a few minutes. Mix it up. And they don't know where their spawn point is until we're walking onto the field. They have no idea. So they can't plan stuff ahead of time. And, but what we do is we actually have, uh, give me one second. I'll go grab one. So what we've started doing is we have laminated copies of the field layouts. We've been doing this almost all year. I think we missed the, the first one or two events for this, but we've got little small, easily put in a pocket maps. Oh, nice. Yep. that oh, cool. have the entire field layout on them and they that show awesome. the staging area. They show what's out of bounds. And then what 
we have two as oh they're not labeled on this one damn we forgot to do that so there's two areas within the field bounds normally yeah. that are on here one's right about there oh there's kind of a glare okay and there's yeah. another one over here that are these small little four wall buildings that the windows are all netted up oh, so yeah. it's hard for paintballs to shoot in and what we're doing is we're putting plexiglass and screwing it in so it's completely impossible to shoot inside Gotcha. And we're going to be adding like some nice little simple door things and a, a tarp roof and they're safe zones. So our game modes like this, this last event and this, the next, this month and next month are our shortest game modes, 30 minutes. We've had game modes of 90 minutes of continuous gameplay oh, okay. and then a break, 90 minutes of continuous gameplay and then a break mm-hmm. and then 90 minutes of continuous gameplay. Yeah. Uh, and those were, those were the fallout events and they, people loved them. They had an yeah. absolute blast in them. Right. And it gives you a lot of time to make small gains that matter in the long run. Yeah. Right. Because, Oh great. You broke through the enemy line right now. You got to hold it, bro. There's still 45, 30, whatever minutes of gameplay left. Yeah. And like how we have the respawn markers in the current one where you have to respawn there. There's stuff like that that are claim points in those. And the more you own, the more points you get at the end of a round. And then at the very end of the day, all your points from owning territory get added up, as well as your points for props that are hidden throughout the entire map layout. Uh, and among there's other ways to score points, too, like capturing enemy leaders and certain other things. We have bounty systems. We oh, have – dude, there's, there's tons of stuff in it. Uh, and a lot of it, like I'd say at least 50% of, of the stuff that we implement as game mechanics now – were stuff that was suggested to us by players or by team members of my team or another team. Yeah. And they've really helped just, just make it a super fun, immersive experience for everyone. But also like people, people love having a say in it. You know what I mean? They, they really sure. enjoy having their opinions listened to. Uh, and whether they're great opinions or sometimes not the greatest opinions, <laughs> it, 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 I love listening to them, you know, cause it gives me a, a, a view into what the community wants yeah. because there's a couple other teams that do that as well uh, and really listen to the to the community. And I think that's what ultimately is going to make an event host successful. Yeah. Because if you do something that you like, that may not draw as big of a crowd as if you do something the community likes. Mm. Uh, and, you, you know, they'll still have fun, I'm sure, and they'll still keep hosting. But uh, I'm not trying to, like, make any other groups or teams look bad when I'm saying this. Uh, kind of sound like that now that I'm hearing it back in my head at some nah, point. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it's a ton of fun. We've learned a lot. We've grown a lot from the beginning of this, this year, man. And I can't wait to see what we do next year. Like this is actually a prime example. Uh, one of the guys who does paintball events out at the park that we do stuff at. Yeah. This is an old, like this thing's gotta be at least two years old. I think uh, map layout from multiple maps. It's actually more or less the same map as what we're using here. Yeah. Now that I look at it, funnily enough, uh, and, you know, they screw these onto onto the walls and whatnot so that you could see the map layout in the event. And I, I saw that years ago. I was like, oh, that's awesome. I'm, I should definitely do something like that. But what about handheld? You know, you get right. like every every faction, every team has a couple of small maps. And then what we want to do on the back moving forward here, uh, we haven't had time to implement it yet because I've been kind of rushed on on getting stuff for this next one. Uh, is do like basic safety rules and then some faction specific stuff. If there's yeah. faction specific stuff, like hey, the Raiders faction specifically is looking for this thing, so I would issue those maps to the Raiders and they'd be like, oh, cool, that's what we're doing. Because 
I have learned airsofters, especially ones like myself, have the attention span of goldfish at times. <laughs> and by the time Safety Brief is over, they have forgotten 80% of what was talked about in Safety Brief. Oh, dude. Uh, <laughs> well, I, listen, one of the guys I talked with, we had this whole, I don't know, 20-minute conversation about <laughs> about Safety Briefs and uh, just how th- there needs to be a chance. Now, this is a guy that goes to uh, Milsims, like mostly Milsim West hosted games. So, uh, you know, he's, and he's been to a ton. I mean, a, a lot of Millsims and, what's uh, name? what's that? What's his name? Oh, uh, Austin from uh blue mag airsoft. Awesome. Look him up. Awesome. Yeah. Blue mag airsoft, uh, sells BBs. So here in America, in fact, the podcast that comes out, uh, veterans day, um, next Friday I did with him. He's an army vet. And, uh, and I did, uh, I had him on and, uh, hell yeah, airsoft. It's, uh, not hell yeah, like, but it's hail. His last name's hail. So he, uh, he hell said, yeah. hell yeah. Airsoft. <laughs> um, so you can look both those guys up on uh, Instagram, but blue mag I, airsoft. I literally just, I literally just looked up blue mag airsoft. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, Austin. Ooh, we sell airsoft bio BBs. Yeah. Ooh, dude. veteran owned player operated. See, this is the kind of stuff I want to support. Yeah, I'm definitely going to shoot a message because we need a BB sponsor uh, yep. to 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 get my team fully he's equipped. Good, yeah. I hate he's a, I, I hate he's using non bio business goals, uh, business goals too, man. Yeah, you'll definitely reach out to him. Yep. Yeah, get your BBs from there for sure. Yeah, he's got a uh, so yeah. Anyway, we had this long conversation about the uh, safety briefs and how. Like, man, they're just painful. They're so painful to listen to. <laughs> and I, you know, yeah. I mean, they're necessary evil. They have to. They have to go through it, you know, legally, no. uh, liability-wise, whatever. So it has to be. He's like, man, we, I just got to figure out a way to, like, streamline this process. It's so just arduous just sitting here for this, you know. So it takes so long. Yeah, but, anywhere yeah. from fifteen to an hour long safety brief, depending yeah. on 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 factors. Yeah, I mean, I've I've watched safety briefs ramble on for more than forty five minutes. Uh, yeah. We've had some lengthy ones ourselves because we have to go over all the field rules first and foremost, right. uh, and then we have to go over our special stuff and some of our follow up sure. stuff has just oh, so sure. many things in it, dude. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, you know, one of them we had we have five factions in one, dude. Wow. We had five factions in Holy that was, shit. that was, they a, each I, have their own rules and yeah. So they each and, had spe- specific things they were going for. And then they all had yeah. general stuff they were going for. And yeah, that didn't work. <laughs> it was a ton of fun. It was a ton of fun. Uh, everyone had a blast that day, but I was like, yeah, that's too many factions. There's some confusion. You know, people were like, wait, Am I fighting these guys or these guys? You're fighting everybody. No one is friends with anyone except for the the traitor faction, which was yeah. going around with a little wheelbarrow, right? Buying uh, and selling items with the in-game currency. They yeah. even had uh, ammo of different weights that they sold oh, for the, the oh, bottle caps. Cool. Yeah, so you could go and be like, hey, I need 500 BBs point twos. Okay, here, that'll be 87 caps. And then you sit there and do a little transaction. Uh, they sold speed loaders. They had dummy grenades. They had melee weapons, plasma weapons, shields, uh, tons of stuff. And then one of my favorite suggestions, uh, from the community was one of my team members. I think it was my team. I'm pretty sure it was my team. member. Uh, it was like almost a year ago now. Uh, that was like, Hey, what if the trader, cause he's going around with a wheelbarrow, 
takes a trash bag and pays people in-game currency to bring him trash off the field. And I was like, oh my freaking God. That's genius. Right? It cleans up the field, and they're getting an in-game reason to do so. (laughs) And oh my God, that's genius. Hey, listen, Uh, So we started it. Oh, speaking of that, okay, coming up with good ideas for cleanup. My wife and I have, we've been married 30 years. We have five kids. Mm -hmm. They're all grown. But when they were little, yeah, bro, five and seven years, so they're all close together. Uh, Our household was crazy for a lot of years. But when they're little and they have friends over, we have a birthday party or some kind of shit Mm -hmm. like that. So there's 20 kids at our house, in our yard, you know, and and, and just fucking trash and confetti (laughs) and it's destroyed tornado of of shit everywhere. And so uh, I'm like, bro, uh, we're exhausted from setting everything up and watching all these kids and talking with all the parents and all that, you know, the, the whole thing. I'm like, I'm not cleaning shit up. Oh. Hey, kids, come here. I got a contest and I'll bring out whatever, some kind of candies or something, you know, and, you know, Snickers bars or chocolate or something. Uh, whoever gets the most trash in your little bag, you know, give them a grocery bag, uh, gets this. Ready? Go. <laughs> they, fucking, they don't they even know. It. They don't have time yep. to, like, analyze. Think. They wait, think. wait, wait. Yep. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, but something that, that... that ends when they're like eight and nine they're like we know what you're trying to do yeah something we're trying to implement uh not this year but starting next year is we're actually going to have more refs so we average about six between anywhere from the lowest we've had is like five all the way up to 10 refs for 100 or less people so there's a lot of refs and there's stationary ones there's roving ones because we want a really clean game and most of these guys, if not all of these guys, are completely volunteer refs where they're going out because they want the game to be fun, right. uh, which is super awesome to see. And we are going to have some of them have drills and screws, and we will have pallets, plywood, four by fours, two by fours piled at the home bases of factions. And it's like, hey, pick it up, assemble something. Hold it in place, and the the ref will screw it together. You can fortify your base how you see fit, like a fucking Fortnite game. Yeah, pretty well. That's that was, ah, that's I kind of see. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think about it like that. But the the goal was to give just player choice in how they want to defend and build their defenses for their area. Uh, and then you know we just really easily disassemble it. You know, just unscrew the screws, put it all down, and then next time, all right. Who wants to assemble something different? Put it up. All right, disassemble it. Uh, we've got some other cover ideas that we're doing to make things at our home field uh, non-static. So things will constantly be changing. We're nice. boarding and unboarding windows. We're adding new cover that's portable in a special way that I'm not going to go into details about because oh, it's, I'm going to try and make a little uh, proprietary thing. Uh but it's, your it's, Fallout, it's really your Fallout game you're talking about. Th- this sounds really, really fun. Uh, do you have any videos on your Instagram or where can we have some short ones? Some okay. uh, we've, I know other people have made made videos on, on YouTube about our Fallout stuff. I've okay. been meaning to make a, a, a YouTube page for literally eight months now. I sure. don't have time. I yeah, don't I have time. You, 
Uh, I, it's in the works. Like I'd love to throw this video up on there, and of course, credit you and, and give links to you and, and everything. Yeah, I was going to uh, say I did see going. a message about that. I can. Uh, so what I've done with uh, people in the past, there's only it's only happened a couple of times where somebody asked. Uh, one guy he actually did an unboxing, like a mystery box unboxing. That's mostly what his YouTube channel is, and mm. uh, he did that on the podcast with me. So oh. I. Uh, so I off, he he kind of surprised me with it. I mean, I was like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, this is cool shit." Yeah, that's uh, cool. Because that was our that was our channel. So before I started doing podcasts, that was all of our channel was mystery boxes and then reviews on the guns that we got in the mystery boxes. So he did that. So uh, what I do is uh, Google Drive. I'll make a folder for you. I'll put this video in it, and I'll give you access to it, and you can get it whenever you want. Excellent. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we actually use <laughs> we actually use Google Docs, uh, funnily enough, ourselves and, and Google Drive ourselves for distributing uh, like the safety brief and, and the event guide and other stuff like that around the uh, the map layouts and the the flyer. We just text to people because it's easier. But uh, yeah, no, that's funny. That 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 works perfectly. Uh, and we're actually going to start not this year, but in January, we're going to live stream the entire freaking thing from multiple perspectives and then also go back and edit the footage afterwards because people, people would hundred percent. They'd love watching it. It's, it's total shenanigans. Like we've had some really bizarre, but hilarious stuff happen. Like I had uh, while I was refing once, there was two guys that shot each other at the same time. Right. And I'm refing and I'm looking at them. I'm like, they look at each other like, well, crap, you know, they both look at each other and they, they sit down to, to, to begin their bleed out. I'm like, Hey, or hear me out. You guys do a dance battle to the death, and I choose the victor. The other guy has to walk to respawn. Another guy gets back up and gets to keep playing. And these dudes just start stripping off kit, throwing the rifle down, just start freaking going for it. Oh my dance God. battling in the middle of a firefight, in the <laughs> middle of an awesome. event. It was so funny. I oh wish I'd God, had it on video. Cool. Yeah. Uh, we had the guys that were like rock, paper, scissoring each other from, a, right. you know, across a, across a border guard. We've had a lot of spontaneous shit that happens. Oh yeah. Oh, one of the funniest ones. It was kind of, some people find it politically incorrect, but I find it hilarious. So in the prisoner system, we had three guys get marched over to the, the faction that I was commanding the brotherhood of steel. And they all got lined up and we're like, all right, unfortunately the NCR has decided not to pay your ransom. So we're going to have to execute you to send a message. Yeah. So, so we get the guys, you know, obviously we asked them beforehand, Hey, is it okay if we do this? You know, right. sense important. Uh, yeah, no, this is gonna be hilarious. So we start recording it off to send you the video. Uh, I have it somewhere and I've got this nerf CO2 powered revolver, right? Oh, nice. That, uh, the same guy that makes the, the haters, the, yep. the hater revolvers makes these guys. They're oh, literally shit. the same gun, but they shoot nerf darts. It's hilarious. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So I pull this awesome. thing out as my plasma pistol. I'm like, this is what you get for defying the brotherhood of steel. And I blast one in the chest and yep. I blast the second one in the chest and the second one, in the chest goes and like falls back backwards into a sure. building. And the third dude, he, he's like on his knees. Right. And he's got a, a helmet on. Right. So the dude who captured him comes up and he bought a plunger from the, uh, from the, the trader as a melee weapon. And he goes, I'm going to kill you now. And goes like this and plunges the plunger onto the top of his helmet and starts plunging him. And it was just the stupidest, silliest thing ever. But it was so funny, oh man. God. It was so good. Uh, and then as, as we got more and more, like we got the, the, the power armor suit going and everything. Uh, one of my guys bought uh, a classic army minigun and the HPA tapped it. So Dude. we had the, the paladin 
going around with a minigun, right? Yes. And for balance purposes, he wasn't allowed to use it outside of a certain area because, you know, walking all the way up to the enemy spawn, unable to be killed by small arms with a minigun is OP. I'm all about game balance as much as I possibly can be, uh, which is incredibly difficult in whether it's a walk on game, private game or an event, but it's, it's a work in progress. And so after a certain period, he has to, has to put down the minigun and pull out a melee weapon, or he can use, you know, the nerf revolver because nice. it's a plasma, weapon, but it's super limited ammo, not super accurate. You know what I yep. mean? Uh, and I'm walking through my area in the power armor. Right. And I hear this crunching and I go, I hear you. And they go, yeah, and they come rushing out at me, and they just see me looking at them in the in the power armor with the minigun. And I, I don't, I'm not aiming directly at them. And I start pulling the trigger, and it starts spinning. <laughs> and they just, dude, just just run. One dude, full on drops his rifle and just bails. He's like, no, I'm out of here. Oh, and I'm funny. just laughing, not even trying to hit him with it, just shooting at the ground in the bushes, just laughing. Uh, and then I gave the armor to another guy on the team. Uh, the guy who, funnily enough, built us the better suit. This was back when we were using the the aluminum metal. It, dude, it didn't work. It, it I got oh. cut several times from it. We had just like metal plates like stitched onto a chest oh, rig, God. essentially. Yeah, didn't work. Didn't right. work. Wasn't safe. Uh, and so he he walks away in this thing with a big old gravity hammer, like a custom gravity hammer prop from Halo that he built. Nice. And he just starts walking menacingly towards the enemy team. And all I hear, because I can't see it, because I'm back in the faction headquarters, is, and then, if we all charge him, we can kill him! And, like, five dudes (laughs) bum rush him with melee weapons. And one of them just gets absolutely dome with the, the, not, like, hard, but, you know, like, tap. Uh, with the gravity hammer and a uh, second one get, gets gets uh, hit with the bottom of it. But then the other three, like, basically borderline tackle him and are, like, you know, pretend stabbing him with, with melee weapons. Oh, oh we got the power! We got the power! And it was, it was a great time, man. Seeing people just enjoy themselves and have fun is awesome. I have footage from one of the events where... Uh, oh, let me grab it real quick. As I said, there's there's props... Everywhere down here, I have too many props. So this behemoth of a sword uh, was built by the same guy who built that I was just talking about. And (laughs) I was sitting inside of Castle, one of the big maps at our home field. And there's this hole about this big in the the wall. And just about everyone in in the faction that I'm I'm leading, right, or part of leading, I don't remember. Uh, has been killed. And I'm sitting right inside this hole. I don't have a weapon because the minigun wasn't working anymore. So I'm just sitting inside this thing, right? And I've got the sword, and I see this guy coming, and he comes in through the doorway, and I just poke him. And he just looks down, and he's like, oh, no way. So he has to take a <laughs> knee in the doorway, which is only like, you know, not even six feet across. So right. he's blocking pretty much the whole thing. And, and then I hear the guy behind him, what happened? And dead men don't talk. So he's just like, oh, shit. So his buddy comes up and is like right up against the wall. And I just stab that sword out and hit him right in the gut with it. Ugh. Right. And pull it back in and Leroy's Jenkins charge out of this thing <laughs> and kill a third dude. And then just get blasted by like their entire team. Oh, just shit. absolutely, just absolutely annihilated. Uh, but it was so funny. You know, it's, uh, a guy caught it on, on footage and, and sent it to me afterwards. I was like, oh, that's hilarious. You that's just see awesome. me, no armor, no nothing. Just eye pro face pro a t-shirt and a sword uh, ah, bop. Uh, 
Yeah, I know. There's tons of great stuff, man. I, I love seeing the, the community come to me with ideas, with props, with it, with all kinds of stuff. We've had guys build like, you know, just, just for looks props. We've had guys build props that are fully functional. We've had guys build props that we objectives. Uh, like we had a guy build a power fist, you know, power armor, weapons, plasma weapons, all kinds of stuff. Uh, we're toying around with the idea of using super soakers as flamethrowers. Uh, but oh, you know, man. some people don't want their, their gear to get wet, which I totally right. understand. Yeah. Uh, but the, there's areas of like our home field that are super thick brush. That's next to impossible to shoot through, but I'll tell you, what, I'm sure you can get some flames through that thing with a flamethrower. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, splashing people, but yeah, you know, ideas, there's lots of stuff that we're trying to do and taking a lot of feedback from, from a lot of horses from it. We've had a lot of teams come to us with that. We're actually doing our first collaborative events with other teams this year uh and all the collaborative events are actually going to be fully charity events those aren't going to be no one's making any money we're covering the cost of the props we're covering the, the cost of gas for those of us who are driving you know 220 miles and then every other penny is going straight to a charity uh, uh a local one too one that can actually you know do some some good locally yeah. uh but yeah, no. It, no, it's been great seeing seeing the community grow and change in just the the few years that I've been in airsoft. I wish I'd gotten to it earlier, man. Oh, dude, I really do. Uh, well, it sounds like you're doing. Uh, you guys are are growing fast. Uh, your events are grow are obviously growing. Um, and from what it sounds like, which you know, talking with you just a short time is uh, it's growing because, bro, you're passionate about it. And it yeah, sounds like well, you're having a great time. I mean, this is uh that is, that's the best combination of, you know, getting, getting a following or getting other people behind what you're doing or involved in what you're doing is that passion. hundred percent. And, uh, my thing with our company as we grow is everyone that I employ, whether they're an airsoft or beforehand or, or not has to play, they have to play. Because they need to have that passion. In in the years that I've played airsoft, I've, I've realized the guys who actually make an impact and make sure people have fun are the ones with passion. Like there's a there's a local ref uh, slash manager for a local company. Uh, he he manages one of their and also one of their fields out there uh, out in Alpine and in Oceanside stores in Oceanside fields in Alpine. And his name's John. Hands down, hands down, best ref I've ever met in my life. Mm. Not even a question. Not even, not even a question. Like the things I learned from him, I think have helped me become a better ref and just seeing the care and the love that he has for, for the community at his, at his field and watching him grow it. It's just awesome, man. Like I really wish, I really wish I could be down at that field more. I'm just doing so much in my field and there's so much right. life stuff happening. I'm not able to be there as much as I'd like, but I've already talked to my boys. We're going to start doing like some private parties or some other stuff down there. Uh, and hopefully, you know, doing events for them. Those things where this this year I had an exclusivity contract with the company that I'm doing stuff with, so I couldn't host it in any other fields outside of theirs, yeah. which I liked. But also, it just like personally, I hate to exclude anyone or any you know anyone from playing in our events. But I also I hate to limit myself to playing at just this one field or or refing it in an event at just this one field. Yeah. Or two fields, three fields, four fields, whatever the, the case may be. Uh, and I really want to expand out into other fields and get feedback from players that maybe don't play at my home field 
that I haven't met before. You know, like there's a lot of players that do tend to stick to one, one or two fields. Uh, and then, you know, get to meet them, get to hear their opinions, get to hear their feedback and get to know them, you know, cause we all are the same community and, and the community is growing. It really is. There are so many new faces now that I see, which is awesome. Absolutely awesome. Yeah. And I hope it continues. Uh, and there's so many good teams that have formed in, in just the last couple, couple years that I've seen. Like, uh, there's this local team that I really love too late, man. Their, their team names, their team name origin is hilarious. So there's this little clip of them playing at, I, I forget the field name. I think it was code red. Uh, and one guy's recording. He's like, Hey, don't peek that there's guys there. And the dude, as he's saying that to him in front of him peeks and just gets wiped out. And it's just like, he just turns around. And he's like too late, man. And starts walking to respond. And they're like, we're making a team. We're calling That's it too late, man. Awesome. Oh, dude. Dude, just awesome. I absolutely love it. They're honestly the most honorable players I've ever met in Airsoft. I love playing with them. They're just good dudes. Uh, quite a few of them are are military or former military. Uh, some of them are firefighters. Some of them, you know, all kinds of characters in, in an Airsoft t- team. Uh, but they're just really good cats, man. Like, you, you can just sit and have a conversation with them. And I love that. And a lot of teams like that out here, are, a lot of teams out here are like that. Uh, and I love that, you know, it really, it really breeds the community coming together and trying to work with several of them to just, you know, that, like I was saying that little coalition of teams earlier, uh, sure. to help new players, make sure they have a good first experience to teach them stuff. Hey, you know, this is how you use a high cap. Also never, ever, ever buy a high cap, get mid caps, <laughs> high caps are garbage. Come on. Uh, the new oh, guys dude, have to start at, they have to learn the pain of winding. Come on now. <laughs> oh man oh dude the i i hate high cap so much everyone, i really do everyone does <laughs> uh, and just simple things you know like I, I watching the first time rental who's like you know right-handed they're, they're holding like this you know peeking a cover like this but if the cover's here they'll full they'll fully expose their entire body in order right. to get that rifle where they can see he's like no here let me show you something real quick transition just like this lean back peek Bop, bop, way less of a target. Also, don't chicken wing. Don't be that guy, man. Don't be that guy that chicken wings. I can't. I cannot. They were like chicken wings, bro. I can't count the number of people I've I've killed on the field with chicken wings. Like it's just hilarious. So another little trick that I always tell people is watch your shadow. Watch your shadow because depending on where the sun is, your shadow can be preceding you, and they might not know you're coming and see your shadow coming and then reposition to take you. Uh, also going back to the high capos, dude, the, the maracas of death, rattle, 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 rattle. You're running with a high cap mag <laughs> right. and those BBs are rattling the maracas of death, man. Oh, I, I hear you coming. All right. Watch my angle. Rattle, 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 three, two, one, quack. And back to what I was doing. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's important to help people have a good first time and a good time every time. You know, and that's a choice. It's a conscious choice to choose to be a good player and to yeah. ch- not not a good player, not a like talented player, but like a wholesome player. That's a better way to say right. it. Mm-hmm. And there's people that don't make that choice. That's their choice. But, you know, maybe take that elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. Or if you want to be like that, or you want to be super aggressive, look at private party, you know, play with like minded people. Uh, right now, I'm trying to get our home field to separate walk on into two groups, beginner and advanced. So that we can have rental guns and people who are just starting out, you know, maybe they have kit, but they've never played Yeah, into beginners, have a good first slow experience into it. 
you know, where you're not maybe your first time out and you're quaking in your boots, you know, as, as a, as a younger person. And then some dude comes around with an HPA rifle and it's like, thwack, 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 and then keeps going. That's not necessarily going to leave the best impression in your mouth, uh, for, or impression in your mind, not mouth for, for the sport. But, uh, yeah, yeah, man, no, speaking speaking about the, uh, the, the two, like, the beginners and the, and the experience I was talking with somebody recently. Um, and he said, we rolled up, there was a indoor field in a Mm. shopping mall. So we rolled up in there. We had never been to it before. And, uh, we're him and his guys were fully kitted out, bro. Okay. Go in there. And when they get there, it is all like 10 and 12 year olds. And there's a couple dads there. And it's a small indoor field. And he's like, oh, shit. And uh, so, of course, they're, you know, he's like 6'2 or something like that, or 6'3. All his friends are like that tall. Um, And they're in a full kit. So they get in there, and all these kids are like, uh, what? You know, looking up at him like, and they just abandon the field and let them play. And they were like, well, we don't want to play by ourselves. Like, yeah. so they had to start stripping shit off. <laughs> try to well, get out what there. My, what my team does in that situation, because we've had that situation happen. And unfortunately we've had the situation where there's a couple of us, a bunch of kids and, you know, a handful of other guys, and then a fully kitted out group of like 10 to 15 dudes in full mill sim, everything. And that, that team of 10 to 15 refuses to split. It's like, dude, I get it. You always want to play together, but you need to stop thinking about just yourself and the fun you're going to have. Oh, we're going to slam these kids. That's the wrong mentality. (laughs) Right there has told me all I need to know about you. The second I I see a group like that, that says something like that, I'm like, "Mm, now I have to watch (laughs) you and I have to make sure you're not being a holes. Uh, And what my team loves to do is like, if there's a balance issue of any kind, Hey, you know, We'll split our team. Here, some of us go over here. Some of us go over here. If we see right. walk-on players, like you were saying, like brand new players, hey, follow us. We'll teach you some stuff. Hey, I'll, I'll give you, you know, some. I'll, I'll act as like a squad leader. I'll give you little orders. Hey, do this if you want. You know, if you want to try that, sure, let's try that. And man, I've taken ten to fourteen-year-olds that have never touched an airsoft gun. Yeah, and I've gotten them into the enemy spawn to wipe the enemy spawn because it's all about making sure they're comfortable and making sure that they're like, okay, I can do this. Hype them up, man. Get, yeah. Teach them some stuff. Hype them up and be like, you can do this. Let's go. Come on. You, you, and you. I'm going to sp- provide cover fire. You two just run to that piece of cover. You get there. Provide cover fire. I'll move up. Let's do it. All right? On three. One, two, three. Burr. And then watching them take off and go. Dude, there's no, there's no better feeling for me than watching some, some first time out. Absolutely whoop the crap out of, especially, you know, Players that come regular. I'm just like, yeah, they underestimated them. They underestimated these <laughs> kids. Get it, kids. Get them. You know, because everyone, I don't care what your skill level is, has been killed by a rental gun with a kid at some point because yeah. you can't watch every direction. You can't. And it's not, you know, there's, there's, you shouldn't get angry or upset about it. I treat it as very, very realistic. Like I treat every time I get hit as, man, I took a real round. What can I learn from that? to get seen less, to get shot less. And as a result, I'm a very sneaky player now. I tend to go the majority of the day only dying a handful of times, dying a handful of times. Right. Uh, 
But then there's people who have a totally different play style. They just want to run and gun. They want to charge Leroy Jenkins style in, hose an area, get hosed in turn, and then run back and do it again. You know, there's all kinds of play styles. There's all kind of all kinds of mindsets. And I want all of them to have fun. You know what I mean? Whether whether or not I want to enjoy, I, I personally enjoy playing with them. I want all of them to have fun. For sure. Well, uh, who would you like to uh, shout out, man? Who do you want to give props to, or who you want to? Uh, uh, Storm the poet gives recognition. Hands down, hands down. Storm the poet, great dude. Uh, doing great, great things up in Apple Valley. He's he's just an awesome character, and I wish I could see him more often. I really do. Uh, Team Too Late, man. Hands down, most honorable players I've ever played with. Not a question. Uh, Team Fifty One Fifty, tactical. Great dudes, love the love the atmosphere. They're another team that can really get out there with a community mindset. And you know, hey kids, come on, come on, let's go. Follow me, let's go. Too late, man. Too doing it, and I love that. You know, what I mean? and then uh, we've got a couple of local teams. Team Collective, great dudes, great dudes out of Giant. They're they're fun. They're aggressive, man, and their communication it's it's really good, especially for for how young some of them are. It's really good. Nice. Uh, we've got oh god, what other local teams am I? I don't really think there's any more local teams at my local field than that uh there's a great group that i played with up north tax squad 77 really cool dudes great attitude uh high class villains are cool cats i've played with them a couple times order 66 ah order 66 i haven't had the chance to play with them uh in person before but I was just chatting with them recently, and one of them came down to some of our Fallout events. I just didn't—I didn't know it was Order Sixty Six, uh, and they're a pretty big, pretty well-known group in LA area. Uh, and I—I I just joined their Facebook group. They're cool. They're cool dudes. They're very welcoming. Uh, and God, there's so many teams. I've got a—I've got a box of patches here somewhere. I, I don't know what I did with it, but I've been collecting them from all the the teams and groups that I've gotten to know. And it's awesome, man. I love it. Like I, I got to get a big old patch wall, slow up, and get 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 all their patches on there so I can start doing calls and people can see them. Uh, it's just, dude, it's it's a great time. Uh, thank you, Hooney, for for recommending me right. over to Shout this fine to man. Thank you for yeah. for taking the time to sit down and do a podcast. I love it. Oh, dude, great. Yeah, I'm so, I'm, I appreciate you being on. Yeah, my pleasure. And hey, anytime you you, you want to join in on any of the uh, the Instagram live videos we're doing, I'll I'll be happy to have you join in and then talk okay. to everyone. Maybe you can snag some people to to come do some podcast stuff and keep up the keep up the good work. That'd be great, man. Thank you so much. Well, I appreciate you being on. Well, where can people find all your stuff? So on Instagram, you can find us at team.brotherhood.airsoft. Uh, on Facebook, Brotherhood Airsoft, and you can find me personally uh, on. Instagram at kyle.joker.smith. Uh, I don't check that as often as the team one. The team one's basically become my one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. And then we're working actually on releasing our website here very shortly, in the, probably by the end of the year. And that's going to have links to all of our events for an entire year ahead of time. Uh, we actually have all of our events, not all of our events, a huge amount of our events for next year planned already. Uh, at our home field at Giant, we have 25 events alone. So every first Sunday, every third Saturday of every single month, we're doing an event and they're alternating. So there's two different trilogies going on every quarter. And then in October, we're also doing a huge 200 person game. At least I want to hit 200 people. Right. Uh, That's going to be like a mini mill sim. Not quite a mill sim, but we're trying to try that out because it's been requested from us. 
We've also been requested to do some speed soft stuff. I, I don't personally have the talent or the or the the knowledge for that. So I've been talking with a, a local speed soft team. Uh, actually, oh, that's another one I need to talk about is a uh, Syndicate Union. Syndicate Union have been absolutely killing it this year in speed soft really? in North and South California. Yeah. Uh, and and Tactical League, Tactical League, you guys, another shout out. You guys have been doing a great job this year. Love seeing what you guys are doing. Uh, yeah, that, that I think that's just about it for us. We're going to be starting YouTube here shortly. It's just finding time. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I mean, you. planning planning out these events, man. There's there's usually like fifty to one hundred and fifty hours of work put into each one of these events. I'm sure between you know props, layout, reaching out to teams, making sure teams are balanced, dealing with you know the business side of things, all that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera and then actually refing it. And then cleaning up everything afterwards. Like, there's a lot of love put into these. It is definitely a labor yeah. of love. <laughs> uh, but we were also planning on more events next year outside of our home field. So we got some Star Wars stuff that we're not quite ready to le- oh, release the full shit. details on, nice. uh, both at our field and further north, and some other events that we're waiting to get confirmation on. It's one of those things that it's it's a lot of. I pass it along to people and then wait months to hear back <laughs> Right. sometimes, sometimes it's just days, but sometimes it does get stuck in the bureaucratic loop and take, take a long time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I really appreciate you taking the time to do this, this podcast tonight, man. It was a ton of fun. I'm happy to be on. Uh, I hope some of the people I, I shouted out and referred, uh, will join in and do some. I think they'd, they'd have a great time and you'd have a great time talking with them. Absolutely, man. Well, I appreciate you, brother. Yeah. Yeah, I'll put the links on all that. If uh, you want to send me the uh, uh, all those guys you just shouted out, yeah, I could put all those links in our uh, video. And yeah, that'd be uh, awesome. Yeah, that'd be great. And of course, yeah, I'll send me. Make a note of that right now. Text to you or <laughs> yeah, I'll message you the uh, the the links directly to their accounts on Instagram. Absolutely, that'd be great, man. Well, listen, man, you have a good night. I appreciate you. And uh, everyone listening and watching, go follow this guy, uh, Joker, uh, Brotherhood Airsoft. Yes. Uh, they got some big things coming up. And, uh, man, I'm, I'm really impressed with all the events you guys are putting on already. So I appreciate what you're doing, man. Yeah, I appreciate what you're doing. Let's keep the community growing and keep the community alive, man. Have a great night. All right, you too, man. Bye-bye.